Welcome to Practice Mastery, your call to greatness. If you're a chiropractor, young or old, you're going to learn and become inspired by our impressive list of international chiropractors and guest expert interviews. Imagine sitting in the front row, listening and learning from some of the best coaches and mentors in our industry. I promise you, you won't want to miss a single episode. Welcome to Practice Mastery Podcast. I'm Dr. Alan Chong, your host, and we've got a special, special guest. I am so excited to bring you today's very popular guest. When I describe him, some of you might know who he is. He is the CEO of a well-known dental practice management firm in America. Based on ethics and mastery, all designed to yield clients a happy, healthy, and wealthy practice. A popular business practice management coach, professional speaker, best-selling author, entrepreneur, and dental specialist, known for his high-energy, fast-moving, motivational, highly educational, ethical, and entertaining programs, as you will see. Uh, you'll find out why he has been branded the Purple Cow Wow. Please help me welcome to Practice Mastery Podcast, Dr. Bob pick the purple cow wow guy welcome bob finally we get this together and we got you on our show uh, timing is everything but i am so excited to be here i've been looking forward to this for a, a very 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 long time um me too for those of you i was before we went live i was kidding and i very slowly brought the purple cow of course you gotta pool. have the purple cow right now, uh, if if the if you're watching this on YouTube, of course you'll you'll see it. But if you're listening in the podcast, I'm, I'm sure you can visualize or or look up uh, Purple Cow Wow Guy, and and you will you will see the images and many of the images, um, uh, Doctor Bob, because you are quite um, on the internet. And why tell tell us a little bit about. Um, how you've developed that following and that brand and, and, and that successful brand, which continues to build, um, you know, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. You know, you never know where time takes you. And if you ever told me 10 years ago, 20 years ago, when I finished dental school, my residency, that I would be known as the purple cow. Wow. Guy. I would have looked at you and said, are you from the psych ward? And, you know, <laughs> it just is what it is. But long story short, I don't know if I can reach it. I'm not going to be able to reach it. I was doing, let me backtrack further. You never know where time takes you. And remember, people, it's going to be a little bit of a long story, but worth it. In the middle of every difficulty lies opportunity. And that's a great quote by some dude by the name of Al Einstein. <laughs> of every difficulty lies opportunity. And in August of 1998, uh, I was in the shower at 5 a.m. And uh, one of my favorite quotes, middle of every difficulty lies opportunity. And don't ever forget that. And, you know, we're living through one of the most unprecedented times in our human history. For sure, for sure. Time to crank it. And um, over the weekend, I had a little bit of GI upset uh, my bottom right quadrant and said to my girlfriend at the time, something doesn't feel right. She goes, oh my God, all you guys do is complain and blah, blah, blah. And I burst out laughing. Something doesn't feel right. 5 a.m. in the shower, 
And all of a sudden, I grabbed my lower right quadrant and I fell literally to the shower floor. I mean, fell. Right. So, so clinicians, what is it? Right. Yes. Yeah. I've never been in that much pain before. After, I hope I never am. And I said to myself, God darn it, my appendix blew. And only a type A driver. And I said to myself, I don't have time for this today. Chase, <laughs> swear to God. And my goodness, this is the funnier part of the story. I live in Chicago. Chicago Fire Department, by the way, has the fastest response of any city in an ambulance time. But they take you to the closest hospital. So I say to the lady, my appendix blew, we'll take you to Grant Hospital. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's the last place I wanted to go. It's a, it's five minutes from where I live, but oh my God. So I figured I'll call back, different operator, explain I'm on staff Northwestern. So the lady goes, I'm the same operator. She burst uh. out. She goes, hold on, I'll get you a private company. They'll get you there. I'm like, oh my God, thank you so much. So private company says, you know, we're on our way. We'll be there in about 40 minutes. Oh my goodness. And I'm like, I don't have 40 minutes. So, you know, it was before technology today. I grabbed my big white brick phone, called my buddy, uh, one of my buddies on uh, dentistry's on department that falls under department of otolaryngology or department of surgery. So I paid Stevie Stryker, who today's head of trauma surgery. And I said, my appendix blew. And he goes, are you in an ambulance? I'm like, no, I'm driving. He's like, get out of here. <laughs> Drove myself to the hospital, uh, maybe a 12-minute ride. Long story short, they took my appendix out. And when I woke up, I should have had a clue something wasn't right. I see five of the general surgeons standing over me. Twice, nurses came over and said, would you boys stop using the F word? There's patients up here. And all of a sudden, I look down. There's a Penrose drain coming out of my appendix area, like a foot and a half. And they're like... Oh my God, dude, that was the strangest appendix we've ever seen. Your days of modeling are over. That led to more F words. <laughs> so, long story short, Monday, Wednesday morning, team comes in. All right, dude, you're out of here tomorrow. Please don't go back to work till next Monday. I already was at work the next day in my brain. Don't take out the Penrose drain. I'm not going to take it out. 5.05 p.m., August 26, 1998 is a day and a moment I'll never forget. It changed my life. And it set me on the course for Purple Cow. I see the team walk in. I've never seen Steve as a type A driver. Let's go, man. He was solace. He had tears in his eyes. He sat down at the bottom of the bed and grabbed my foot. The two pathology chairman came in. When I did my residency in what's called periodontics and implants, did a co-residency in oral pathology. And uh, Ed Kaminsky, who was the oral path chairman, had become my, my dad. And he goes, mm. great Polish accent from lost these two fingers in the Polish resistance in World War II. Bob, I do not know how to tell you this, but since I have become your dad, you are my son. We think you have less than six months to leave. You are the first patient ever at Northwestern. You have a very aggressive adenocarcinoma wow. with cellular spread of your appendix. Wow. And I was like, what? And I'm like, wait a minute, I have my master's in path. You sure it's not jelly belly? Yeah. According to them, I still have the record of being the only patient that was in the path department with a gown on, IVs, reading my slides. I about blanked my pants. Long story short, next day, you'll see where I'm going with this story. 
Next day, they took part of my intestine out by eight inches. They're worried about massive spread. Of course. And said to the team, you know, I'm 43 years old, man. I'm not ready to check out. And we paged Al Benson, today a world-famous oncologist. Al, when he talks to you, he talks like this. I grab his beard. Al, I'm down here, very analytical. And two weeks later, we met. And he said, all right, you're going to sign off on 47 side effects. I went through 14 months of experimental chemotherapy, never done on a human before. Every Friday for 14 months, oh, two wow. hours of chemo from four to six. In the middle, three months of radiation, each month a different radiation bead. And during the three months of radiation, in addition to the weekly chemo, oh. a chemo pack and a portacath pumping in a different chemo 24 and and you're here to tell the story so yes thank god fast for fast forward yeah 20 uh god almost uh, 28 29 years later but um so long story short um i was within the first iv i was supposed to lose the hair on my head i somehow never lost the hair on my head i hope everybody has a good sense of humor within Six months, six uh, six hours after the first IV, I lost the hair everywhere else on my body. But not your my head. My goes, you look like a little 12-year-old. And nobody knows why I didn't lose it. I've lost a lot of weight on this skinny body. Never missed a day of work. I don't know how. Today, I couldn't go through that. But that difficulty, people, changed everything for me. And, and, it, and what did it do? What did it do? It woke me up. I had a practice partnership that I knew was not working, a great individual. I would sit in his chair, what wasn't meant to be. I love my team, team were peons. And you know, that's okay, everybody's different. Within three months, I bought him out. I said, I don't care if you stay in the building, I couldn't care less. Right. We gave, it's true. We gave the team the opportunity to go with whoever they wanted. I fell off my chair. God bless them, the majority of the team came with me. I didn't expect that because they always saw a different side of me. I hired a coach. I signed a secrecy agreement with one of my mentors until he dies. I can't tell who it is. But mm. that moment in time made me realize I knew nothing, people, about the business end of practice. Nothing. And if your business acumen is not on par with your clinical skill, you and your team ain't going to make it to the level that you and your team deserve. And here's what happened. Again, without boring you, right place, right time. Six months out of my residency, I was the first person in the world to ever use a laser in the mouth. I co-wrote the first textbook. I published the first 30 articles. Was it, was it a... Was it a burning laser? Was it a, what, what kind of laser was it? Good question. CO2, carbon dioxide, to vaporize what are called freedoms, biopsies, excess yep. tissue. So to cauterize and to burn. Yes. Yep. No bleeding, no swelling, no pain, no scarring, no suturing. So you should go technology. Yep. And, and the crazy thing that I know about, uh, you know, mucosal, like um, oral mucosa, it actually heals without scarring. Is that for the most part, right? Yes. And I got interviewed. Uh, if any dentist is out here listening, they'll know the name Gordy Christensen. Gordy's almost like 90, going on 12. A great mentor from day one, one of my first five, as I call. And Gordon interviewed me not too long ago. 
And he goes, you know, what was the greatest thing to come out of lasers? And I said, great question. No matter where in the world a laser is used for its advantages, especially on children, right? We do a procedure and they don't have to take pain meds comes back to me. But <laughs> I said to him in my brain, more importantly, it put me face to face with the leaders of dentistry at the time. Before the internet people, we all did the same lectures. These people took me under their wing right. and mentored me. And in 98, when I got sick, I realized in 1990-ish, I was at a Fortune 500 meeting with Jack Welch, who was the CEO of General Electric at the time. Wow. He's rolling in his grave today that GE is not a Fortune 500 company. So I did another one of these things to a companies that wanted to get into the laser business. And I said, you know, there's a reason. These companies do biannual retreats. And I said to my team, we're going to start it. It's now called the PBR, Pick Business Team Building Retreat. It's turned into the last 20 years of biannual two-day retreat, all focused to lead. Can't read, it's too far away. Yeah. The best patient experience. Jack Canfield, the chicken soup for the soul guy. I'm chapter eight in his newest book on mastering the art of success on the PBR. Books that maybe out five years ago now, but that told me that works and works well. And everything has to be funneled to the best patient experience. But we read scientific articles. We do team building exercises. Each department presents on day one. You know, my, I started off, my office manager presents for 20 minutes, then our dental hygiene team, our assisting team. By the way, people, listen to this. It's going to leave my mouth. I don't care what profession you're in, but especially what you all do as chiropractors, what I do, medicine, you got to have, or as we say in Chicago, you got to have PRC, <laughs> SMC, public relations coordinator, social media coordinator. Right. You can't do it all. You can't do it all. When you call Amazon, when you call Amazon, you know, Jeff Bezos doesn't answer the phone. Hey, it's Jeff. Thank you for calling Amazon. How may I help you? I'd like to talk about an order. Hang on. And then he runs to the, you know, where the order is and you delegate. And in today's world, you've got to be doing social media, right? And as a chiropractor, your PRC, public relations coordinator, she should be going out to all the physicians out there, especially orthopedic surgeons. Yes, most of them, I hate to say this, sometimes they, they're not in line with what they should be. Mm -hmm. I fought for years. Chiropractic medicine, people, is so important. Yes, and tell tell me about that story. Before we got on here, you, you you had a story about a pain that wouldn't go away. That's that's classic, right? You mean uh, the, yeah, the upper back thing, your oh, experience. God. Yeah, before we went live, I was telling him about 1988, I started developing horrible pain in my right rhomboid. And I knew it was from just, you know, crummy position and what I do working like this all day long. And nobody could fix it. I went to two, three of the top orthopedic surgeons in Northwest where I'm on staff. They're amazing. God bless them. Uh, one of them has done one, two, three, four, five, six, seven knee surgeries on me. And, uh, but nobody could fix it. 
And I finally said, you know what? I've been fighting for a long time for chiropractic medicine. I made a few phone calls. I went to a chiropractor. I left that first visit feeling 60% better. I left the second visit feeling 90% better. After visit three, four, five, doing the right exercises, I have never had a rhomboid problem since ever. And your profession is amazing. And, and the, the other story you said is that finally chiropractic is in Northwestern or what, what were you saying about that? Yeah, you know, old habits die hard. And um, for a long time in so many medical facilities, chiropractic is not looked at as a specialty of medicine. And I 100% disagree with that as I believe Eastern medicine is part of what we do. And now today at Northwestern, all of that is incorporated, which is huge, 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 huge. And it takes yeah, for old sure. habits die hard. Don't miss another secret to your practice success. Subscribe to Practice Mastery today at highprofitspractice.com forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, to change the topic, uh, shift a little bit, I want to know how, what's your observation with the younger practitioners right now? There's a huge movement within chiropractic to be all evidence-based, evidence-based practice. And then you talked about you got to run your business. It is a business. Unless you purely work for some large group and you have zero say, there's still a business aspect to it. Tell, tell us about that. Like when you, you coach a whole bunch of different clients, um, yeah. what's your observation, Dr. Bob? By the way, I'm going to drive him nuts. I'm going to go backwards for one second. I forgot sure. to tell you guys something important. I mentioned I signed off on a bunch of possible side effects. Two got me from the level of the radiation at L5S1, where the appendix level is. They were, were worried long-term I could get a weakness loss of balance, injury on my right side. I did so well out of the gate. We never thought anything would get me. You know, I was young and boo. But uh, nine years ago, I was walking across the street and I sort of slipped and fell. Everybody was like, ha ha, pick's getting older. And I was like, whatever. Long story short, turned out, yep, radiation damage got me. Mm. I now have a sort of severe weakness on the right side. Thank God it stopped because yearly I go for tests. I have to walk with a cane. It's the biggest pain in the rectum. And two, <laughs> they were worried that the chemo could get cilio. And uh, 2017, 14 days before a major lecture at a sold-out ballroom, at what's called our Chicago Dental Society Midwinter Meeting, I went to bed and something didn't sound right. Like my ears were ringing. I woke up completely deaf. Oh. My cilia went dead. And I have a hearing aid, my buddy oh, Nathan. Right. Will, cochlear implant. Cochlear implant, he calls it the, the hearing aid the size of West Texas. Yeah. And, uh, my buddies put it in literally almost two days later. You're supposed to wait about two months to activate it. I was activated two days before my lecture with stitches hanging out. This is still the biggest pain in the rectum. Yeah. Because uh, I know what normal is. I had to relearn how to play guitar, but... I couldn't care less because I'm here to tell you about it. 
So to answer, I thought that was important to mention. So to absolutely, answer, absolutely. To answer your question, and the young people, the young yes. practitioners. Oh yeah, and young people. Let's begin with. He asked me, you know, where's Purple Cow Wow come from? And I was doing a webinar about maybe five years ago. And the guy goes, what's that little purple book over there? Which I keep trying to reach, it's too far. And I said, oh, that's Purple Cow by Seth Godin. It's a New York Times bestseller from about 14 years ago. And I go, the moral of the story is, for those of you that have ever been in Wisconsin, there's a farm every five seconds. Every cow looks alike to black and white Holstein cows. But if all of a sudden you saw a purple cow and it was real in great shape, you take pictures, video, there'd be a traffic jam. And so one thing led to another. Before I know it, in like three months, everybody's calling me the purple cow wow guy. Hence, if you're not on it, I have a Facebook group, purple cow, where is it? Purple cow wow. Oh, wow. And for young clinicians, I don't care if you're working for a corporation. I don't care if you're an associate. I don't care if you're the practice owner. Yes, one. Your clinical hat has to be on first, always. You always do what's ethically right for the patient, always. And if you do that, you'll sleep at night. But the reality is you're in business. And if you don't know business skills, you're not going to make it. Just not going to make it. I don't care how good you are. And that's where, you know, and everybody's personality is different. Some people are, are better at playing basketball than others. Some people are better at water skiing than others. Most dentists, physicians, chiropractors, we're not natural business people. That's why we went into what we do to help others. But right, right, like five seconds after your clinical hat is your CEO hat. And it's got to be worn every day. And let me tell you, people, I don't care whether it's what I do, what you do. We have, it's, it's stressful coming home. And we, we work on things. People don't necessarily go, ow. You know, I work in something the size of a baseball. Nobody yeah. likes a shot in the mouth. There's times I come home and I say to Carmen, oh, God, just give me 10 minutes to breathe. I couldn't do what she does. She's a hospice nurse. Oh, wow. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't do it. Oh, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. But you got to have that business acumen. And you got to know, most practitioners don't know their why, why they do what they do. Everybody knows how they do it. They know what they do. You know, we do this, we do that. We do it by doing this. But why do I do what I do? Mm. And when you run your first PBR, pick business team building retreat, one of the things that has to be done, you can tell my passion, is you've got to develop your why. And some dude by the name of Simon Sinek developed the why for Apple whenever Apple first got going. Mm -hmm. Because he developed the why, Apple made a fortune, Simon Sinek made a fortune, and it goes from there. You got to do at that premier PBR. Do you have a mission statement? Do you have a vision statement? Do you have a team culture? Does your team know it cold? And every morning before we start our day, we do like a 20 minute morning, uh, morning huddle. And there's times for fun. 
I'll say to somebody, all right, Vanessa, what's the second bold on our vision? And we have what we call the bold in each one. There's a, each one's maybe four sentences. They know it cold, just like that. And if your team doesn't know your mission, vision, culture, you ain't going to make it. You've got to do it to premier PBR, a SWAT. And you can't do this in your office. There's too many distractions. The phone is ringing. Oh, God, let me look at that. You know, let me look at that electronic chart, that Google patient around. And uh, this guy canceled on my guy. Go away from the office. We use a golf club maybe half a mile from my office. I've been using it since we started doing it in 1999. And eventually, after about two years, turned into a two-day retreat. SWAT people stands for your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats. You put like a big sticky thing, like from office. Yeah, yeah right. And the big chart. Up. Yeah. Or and the you, whiteboard, you know. And somebody goes up and writes strengths. One, two, three, four, five, six. You do a round robin. What are our strengths? Then you peel it off and you stick it on the wall so everybody can see it the rest of the day. You do it in, later in the morning. Then your weaknesses, then your opportunities and your threats and strengths. Threats. That's a curious one. Threats. Who thinks yes. about threats? Threats. And strengths, by the way, come from within and they're positive. Weaknesses come from within and without and they're negative opportunities come from within without their positive threats can come in and out they're not good a threat can be your biggest competition has decided to open up a second office right across the street from you right a threat could be you've got a team member that's always been kind of like the one that's just a little bit not together <laughs> is taken Wait. away by another team right so you got to do a swat you got to do a stew. And we're not talking beef stew, which Carmen happens to be making of all funny things for dinner. <laughs> but a stew stands for satisfy the patient, team, extra mile, and the wow factor in all that you do. And again, big sticky, you do around Robin. You look at scientific articles. Every one of my team members, people, knows how to read scientific articles as if they were a resident. They know what statistics mean. They know everything. We read things to prove what we do is correct. Right. We read motivational articles, team building exercises. Oh my God. All of you look up something called the snake. S-N-A-K-E. The snake. The snake. Look it up. Oh my God. It's the most fun, unbelievably awesome awesome team building exercise you can ever do your team will die laughing uh it, it, it's a blast look up the snake team building exercise the snake you got to do it you got to do it and then the other thing that i've done over time we have surprise guest speakers each day usually in the afternoon all of a sudden you know the zoom will be ringing what the heck is this boom <laughs> and love it Yes, surprise guest speaker to talk about stuff. And um, I can go on and on and on and on, but you get the idea. It get, gets the team together, riled up on the same page to add value to for your patient experiences. That's what I'm hearing. Yes, and you've got to work hard 
and dream big. None of this comes easy. None of this comes easy. Enjoyed the podcast? We'd love to hear your comments. It's simple. Rate and review Practice Mastery today at wherever you get your podcasts. We can't wait to see your review. And I look at these things. They're not only on the wall in my office, but I'll use these every week when I go live on Purple Cow Wow, just to remind people what you've got to do. And here's something else that is so important. About maybe eight, nine years ago, I was, uh, you know, you go to YouTube, one thing leads you to another. And I'm like, where'd that come from? And all of a sudden, I see this interview with Steve Martin, the comedian. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God. I copied it. And since I first saw that eight years ago or so, I begin every PBR with this two-minute video and every team that I coach on their premier or subsequent PBRs, we, we play this video and it simply goes this. The guy says to Steve Martin, I've become successful. Steve Martin goes, oh, I hear this all the time from young comedians. How do you write a script? How do you stand on stage? How do you get an agent? How do you get paid? And he goes, I simply tell them a phrase, be so good, you can't be ignored. Mm, be so good, you can't be ignored. Wow, that's brilliant. For Imagine the doctor, the lead doctor, or any doctor. Say you're just starting out, right? And, and you don't know how to build a practice. Be so good that you cannot be ignored, even within your own practice. Say it again. Even within your own practice, if you be Absolutely. so good. I don't care who you are. You've got to be so good. You can't be ignored. And when you're that good, if it's in your brain and you live it, eat it, think it, sleep it, dream it, it happens subliminally and automatically, hands down. In other words, I think you're saying it does take hard work. It does take practice. It does take consciousness. It does take being present. It does take being professional, uh, clinical hat, and it does take the business hat. It takes it all to be super, not just successful, but to really, I think, what, what is the result of all this effort for the practitioner? What is it for practice? That is a great question that nobody's ever asked me before. And pat yourself on the van. That, wow. The answer is very simple, actually. I think when, we, when I look back at myself, it's hard to believe, but in uh, grammar school, high school, I was very shy, very introverted. Uh, I know it doesn't fit my hard image. Hard to today. believe now, right? Yes. But... I think one thing that's always been in my brain is I like leading and I like going to the top. And, you know, as I look back on it in grammar school, I was a patrol boy. I ended up as captain of the patrol. So by doing that, it allows you to, and of course, there's a whole other lecture, but you've got to have the right team. But if you got the right team, and they believe in your mission, your vision, your culture, your why, everything elevates to a level where when you walk through that office door, it's showtime. And when it's showtime, everything is successful. And when I lecture, I talk about, 
I don't care if you like the Rolling Stones. I don't care if you like it's a boomer. All I think of is Beatles Stones. Yeah. Um, Carmen, who's your favorite? Brian uh, Dead. I don't care who it is. When a celebrity goes on stage, it's showtime. Showtime. And yep. I've talked about this before. There's no question. Mick Jagger has been on stage singing oh. Satisfaction, and all of a sudden he goes. Oh my God! I gotta take a shit, and or he's, and at the same time he's thinking about his girlfriend who he had an argument with. Yet he's looking at you know twenty seven thousand people standing going like this. Showtime! He either wears a diaper or he holds it in. And Adele, Adele is uh, her favorite person. Oh and, right, and so it's showtime, and that's just the bottom line. And it, it, it happens from, you know, when you get referred to somebody, there's so, <laughs> there's so much that's involved today. When I got started, you literally opened up your door. Here I am. Have a nice day. As a specialist, you know, I had to bang on a few doors. Today, you've got to have a powerful website. Because when somebody says, let's go see Dr. X, the first thing they're going to do is put Dr. X in on Google. Right. They're see what comes up. Google what comes up right yeah they're going to look at your reviews they're going to look at your website and if those two things aren't a plus better than anybody else someone else is going to win and but it's so easy to do if your brain is on target for being a purple cow it's just that that important it's the only way to say it and got it um Final question. We got to kind of wrap up today's today's oh visit, visit, if you will. I know you're a very busy guy, um, done a lot in your career. I want to know what is your legacy? Now, you may or may not have been asked that, but what do you want your legacy to be, Dr. Bob yes. Pick, purple yes. cow wow guy? What do, you want, what, what do you want your legacy yeah. to be? <clears throat> down the wrong pipe that's another great question and i've been asked this before and first time i was asked it it was during a live tv interview and i'm like oh my god can we pause the tv for a second <laughs> i want my legacy to be two things and one is already established and that anytime any dentist uh a pediatric dentist uses a laser on a child to do what's called a freedom removal. A freedom is a, a muscle right. attachment between yeah. the two front teeth. It can restrict the tongue. Anytime they use it with no bleeding, no swelling, no scarring, no suturing, pain sometimes reduced to zero. That all comes back to me, which is when I think about it, that's for old guys with gray hair and reading glasses. That, that's, but, a, that's a piece of legacy history right there. Uh, right. You know, the, the tongue tied, getting rid of the tongue tied pain painlessly and and expediently yes. wow but i want the co-legacy to be i love helping others succeed there is nothing wrong with success people there is nothing wrong with money money buys freedom whether you like it or not and uh the freedom is huge uh doesn't buy you health sort of and being on staff at Northwestern uh, it helped tremendously. Money buys freedom. And I want my legacy to be by Purple Cow Wow. 
helping others succeed to a level they never could have dreamed of at all. So they can have more success, more comfort with their family and do things that enlighten the world. Wow. Yeah, that that is certainly wow. And it's a purple cow wow today. Um, Dr. Bob Pick, it's it's been a extreme pleasure. It's been uh, overdue, but we finally got you on the show. Um, now, you, you mentioned Facebook page, and, and it's, it's real easy, right? Purple cow wow guy. Yes. And, you know, I'd love for you to, most of it will say Dennis, but it applies, there's physicians on there. We have a couple mayors of some cities here in Chicago. Wow. And, uh, so purple cow wow. And everything that's on there applies to any, any business. Any business, any business for sure. Business principles, but particularly what you shared about practice is really meaningful um, to our listeners, to me. And so I thank you so much for sharing all your knowledge and wisdom and look forward to hearing a lot more from you. Uh, Dr. Bob, uh, Dr. Bob and I work on a committee uh, for uh, with Global Summits, which is a movement, really, you're going to hear more about in the future, uh, Global Summits. Um, so that's something that we are proud of. And we work together on a commission that helps guide some direction in professions. And, the, and one of the cool things is the interprofessional relationships are made through one-on-one, one in small groups. So go out there and create relationships, be special, be noticed, be individual, uh, and, and do it in a way that's natural for you so that you're, you're not acting, but you are. Um, you are the leader of your own show. So uh, until next time, again, thanks, Dr. Bob, Dr. Bob Pick. Uh, Until next time, I hope this podcast has brought you one step closer to your practice mastery and leaving your legacy on this earth. Thanks for listening. Until next time, I'm Dr. Alan Chong, your host. Bye for now. Well, that wraps up another episode of Practice Mastery, Your Call to Greatness. We hope that you've enjoyed the show. For show notes, to listen more, and to subscribe, go to highprofitspractice.com forward slash podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So remember to rate and review this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, wishing you one step closer to Practice Mastery, your call to greatness. All content for Practice Mastery podcasts and all related media of Practice Mastery Your call to greatness are claimed and protected by copyright. All rights reserved by Dr. Alan Chong.